Cheeseheads. Get on your feet. It's Curd and Law. Hosted by Sparky Fighter and Ryan Horvath. You know, it, it's interesting because you talk about Dan Campbell and the Detroit Lions, and we've had you on a couple of times, Ryan Horvath and myself. Ryan Horvath off today. He'll be back yeah. on Friday to recap the game from uh, Thursday Night Football. Uh, catch him on BetMGM tonight, uh, each and every night, uh, part of the BetQL Radio Network. But we talked about Dan Campbell in the past and kind of what that dude's all about. Uh, take him, leave him, whatever. But it seems like that locker room is completely bought into him. It seems like the fan base is completely bought into him. Um, it seems like uh, the new president, or however long she's been there now, um, she's the one that made that decision to hire him and bring yeah. her, bring him in. She stood by him through that first year that was god-awful uh, and horrible. So it seems like everybody's in on Campbell. Do you think this is a long-term we're all in? Or is this, uh, hey, if we only win six or seven games, we're out quick. And we're going to want a new head coach. Like how committed really are, are we to Dan Campbell being the head coach? Cause there are definitely expectations for this Lions team. Like there probably hasn't been since Wayne Fonts. I mean, no, it, it's funny. Cause I actually did another radio appearance in, in the Milwaukee green Bay area. And they're like, uh, they're like, when was the last time you guys actually had this optimism? And it was back in 1991. I was a freshman in high school, had my whole life in front of me. Now that's not the case anymore. And the Lions went all the way to the NFC title game. Yep. And and since then, they made the playoffs every now and then. But, like, we've never seen optimism like this in Detroit. Like, the whole nation is bought in on the Lions as being the it team. But you bring up Dan Campbell, and everybody loves him, without a doubt. But he doesn't quite have the key to the city yet. And I don't believe he's bulletproof yet either. Because all you got to do is go back to last week. Before they beat the Falcons, they lost to Seattle. And in that game, Dan Campbell went for it three times on fourth down. Only converted once. Now, that drive did result in a touchdown. Another fourth down in their own territory gave the ball to Seattle. Geno Smith and company went downfield and scored a touchdown. So after the game, of course, the Lions lost. People were furious with Dan Campbell, keeping now the chart of how many times Campbell makes mistakes going back to year one and going back to year two. Last year against Minnesota, he made one. Last year against Buffalo, he made one. So... Listen, we're getting used to expecting the win here. So people jump off pretty quickly. And then, of course, like he decided, and I don't know if you saw the game against Seattle, last drive in regulation, he was playing for a tie instead of playing for a win. That did not go over well at all. And, of course, all the negativity came back, same old Lions. And then they beat, I mean, whipped Atlanta, seven sacks against them, and now all's good again. So, yeah, people believe in Dan Campbell, but if it goes awry, we will go back to our old mindset, which we're so used to of uh, fire everybody. But for now, I mean, the guy is untouchable for sure. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. You know, it's it's the thing about the whole full going forward on fourth down. That that is the way of the NFL now, man. I Everybody agree. is ultra aggressive on fourth down. Lafleur was ultra aggressive last week for the Packers and their win against the Saints. And that just is how we are. People don't want to punt. They don't. They don't want to punt. They, they want to continue to go forward. Have faith in your offense. Put pressure on the defense. Um, and then see what happens after that. And I, that's not a Dan Campbell thing. That's a National Football League 
uh, deal at this point. Now, you can argue, well, our offense isn't good enough to be going forward on fourth down, to which I would say that's probably not true. Um, you know, if you're the Bears, no, you shouldn't go for it on fourth down, probably. But if you've got an offense that can move the football, and last I checked last year, the Lions had that and they've added talent. Um, I, I don't I, again, I didn't watch that game, you know, necessarily, sure. but I don't think I would have a huge issue going for it on fourth down. Well, and I agree with you. Okay, so one was at their own 45, it was fourth and three or fourth and four. They didn't get it, tried to extend the game and obviously keep Seattle off the field. Another one was at the Seattle seven or 11. So they went for it, ended up scoring a touchdown. Another one was at the Seattle 33 and they went for it and did not convert. The bottom line though is yeah, they didn't kick the field goals, but they're still fourth and shorts. Like he's not going on fourth and eight. And usually with the exception of a couple, it's right around midfield. So who wants to punt the ball around midfield or from their own 45 or from the other 45. So I don't have a huge issue with the going for it on fourth down. In fact, I love it to tell you the truth. And and then last week against Atlanta, banged up offense, bad offensive line because guys got injured. They decided to punt the ball more often because they put the hand, the ball in the game in the defense hands and they had seven sacks and Desmond Ritter couldn't do anything. So I don't think it's a Dan Campbell always goes for it. I think he goes for it when it's right. And usually if you check the analytics, if you buy into this stuff, usually he's on the right side of the card, I feel. Jeff Rieger, I want to talk about the Lions rookie class. I, I really yeah. liked it coming out of the draft. I was a big fan of it. Um, and I, I saw uh, a quote off of your Twitter account from uh, Branch, the safety from Alabama, yes. on a late hit or whatever the heck he did uh, to B. John Robinson that he got flagged for. And his response when I asked about it was, Evan, Evan, I don't care. I'll pay it. You know, now he knows I can tackle or something like that. Yes. Um, that That is a – I'm not saying Dan Campbell is going to approve that message – but I think Dan Campbell isn't probably all that broken up about the fact that that you have guys playing like that. It feels like, and you're going to laugh at me, but I feel like this is kind of a Forrest Gregish type uh, Lions team here where it's more old school, hit them at all times. Who cares if a flag gets thrown one way or the other? Just be the more aggressive team out there, like the Gary Allerson teams were. Now you could say maybe Gary's teams were maybe a little dirty at times, maybe back in the 80s, uh, but that's what it feels like. It feels like they're going out there uh, and they want to be the most physical team uh, and maybe instigate you into a flag or two if if need be uh, and establish their kind of dominance uh, from that standpoint. No, I agree with you. Like, I think they pride themselves on being physical. That's the Dan Campbell mantra. And even going back to when they were losing, like last year, the year before, it was all about beating the other team in a physical basis. And if you actually listen to comments from the opposing teams, they're like, wow, that, w- that was a physical game out there. So they absolutely lo- love that. As far as Brian Branch is concerned, dude is amazing. Like, I don't know how he fell to the second round from Alabama. He's all over the field, 11 tackles last week. You're going to get a good look at him, obviously, against the Packers. Like, Brian Branch has been, without a doubt, a find. But the interesting thing about the Lions' rookie class, if you will, Sam Laporta just set a rookie record. No NFL tight end has ever in their first three games at least got five passes in each game. And then you'll look at Jameer Gibbs. He had 80 yards and 17 carries. He's probably a guy that benefits more by not going in between the tackles. But with Montgomery being back, he won't have to do that. And then Jack Campbell, the linebacker from Iowa, he had his first sack. So Brad Holmes is killing it. But this is being in Detroit. Like, this is our Detroit mindset. We can't help ourselves. We always got a second well, guess thing. But hold on. Because all we're talking about in Detroit is 
why the hell didn't you draft Jalen Carter? Because we watch what he's doing in Philly, how good he's been. He was a game record the other day against Tampa Bay. And we're like, man, a defensive tackle on this team like that would be amazing. But if you did draft Jalen Carter at six, you would not have Sam Laporta. 